the first thing we read in neuroanatomy is usually the spinal cord which even though is daunting seems doable then suddenly we are hit with brain stem sections trying to memorize the diagrams redrawing them but not getting anything in our heads brain stem nuclei and their terminology can be confusing let's build our concepts so that brain stem sections become child's play and so things stick around for longer in our heads Hello dear listeners this is Aditya Singh a final year medical student at All India Institute of Medical Sciences Raipur and today we will be talking about brain stem nuclei so let's try get right to it so basically most books start with spinal cord and then they give out the sections for brain stem and then they explain the nuclei what they do wrong is that without understanding which nuclei are there how can you even uh, see what part of the section are they located in or in what section should you draw them so for understanding these sections we'll first study about the brain stem nuclei now to understand these nuclei i believe that a sound knowledge of embryology of the brain stem makes it much easier to grasp what's there and what's present in the sections so let's go through the embryology of the brain stem first uh so we know that there are two types of nerves in our body uh for the peripheral nervous system these are the spinal nerves and the cranial nerves so there are 12 cranial nerves and 31 spinal nerves right so spinal nerves are a bit easier as the only thing in the spinal cord is an anterior horn and a dorsal horn right and you can remember very easily which one is afferent and which one is efferent by uh the mnemonic dave so dorsal is afferent da and uh, ventral is efferent ve right so afferent is sensory and efferent is motor right now as we go up things become a bit more complex as the functions um, are more so what happens is as the fourth ventricle develops right the spinal cord opens up like a butterfly so what was ventral becomes medial and what was dorsal becomes lateral right so all the motor segments are in the medial part and all the sensory segments are in the lateral part right so because of these uh, the arrangement of nuclei changes now secondly there are also special things that develop in our head and neck which the cranial nerves have to accommodate for so we have the brachial arches which develop as you know the pharyngeal arches and to supply those special nuclei have to be there and also we have our special senses in our head right which is the hearing right and the taste hmm? so for this we need uh, a special set of nuclei so we are done with the embryology now to grasp nuclei these things are the crux of understanding the first is the nomenclature because you you must have heard this general visceral afferent so special visceral afferent special somatic afferent and these must have like really confused you so understanding this nomenclature is really important secondarily we should know about the functions of the cranial nerves 
and thirdly the name of the nuclei in of the nerves right so let's first go through the nomenclature so uh, the name of the nuclei are always trinomial it's like classification system for their function right so we have for example general visceral efferents so we'll go in the reverse order first is efferent versus afferent afferent is sensory efferent is motor right then we have somatic versus visceral now somatic is something that you feel that you can control visceral is something that is not perceptible to you and that the body handles on itself in general sense and then there is general and special so generally something that is also present in the spinal cord and as i talked about in the embryology there are special things in the head therefore the special nuclei and thus the name special now coming to the functions of the cranial nerves now we know that cranial nerves are uh, motor sensory or mixed there is also one more function a uh, nuclei which are the parasympathetic nuclei present in the brain stem for the 3rd 7th 9th and 10th cranial nerves as we know the parasympathetic nervous system is these cranial nerves and the sacral 2 3 4 segments right so the motor nerves which are purely motor are the 3rd that is oculomotor 4th trochlear right 6th abducens these three supply the eye then there is 11th which is spinal accessory which is motor to the trapezius and the sternocleidomastoid and then there is the 12th nerve which is hypoglossal which controls all the muscles of the tongue except one muscle which you must know then the purely sensory nerves are the first nerve that is olfactory second that is optic and the eighth nerve which is vestibulocochlear nerve rest of them are mixed that is 5 7 9 and 10 so they will have nuclei of both afferent and efferent right now we should know the names of the nuclei because most of the nuclei are named according to their nerve like the motor nucleus of facial because it is the facial nerves motor nucleus but there are some special nuclei like the nucleus ambiguus and the nucleus tractus solitarius the parasympathetic nuclei from 3rd to 10th nerve are edinger westphal nucleus for the third nerve the superior salivatory nucleus for the seventh nerve the inferior salivatory for the ninth nerve and the dorsal nucleus of vagus for the vagus nerve that is the tenth nerve so now we are completed with all the basic understanding and the basic information that we need to extrapolate and draw our diagrams without even looking at the book basically what we need to know is that the nerves in their order are not random it is in the order that they appear while dissecting the brain that these nerves are numbered so while removing the brain we are first encountered with the olfactory then the optic and so on so the 12th nerve is the lowest nerve in the brain stem while the first nerve is the highest nerve and a very easy way to understand which nerve is located where is first four are above pons last four are below pons middle four are in the pons 
So basically the olfactory, optic, oculomotor and the trochlear nerve are located above the pons. Right? Then the trigeminal, the abducens, the facial and the vestibular cochlea are related to the pons. And the remaining four are related below the pons. Thus, you will find the, the, the nuclei of these nerves at these levels themselves. So you don't need to be confused as to what nuclei would be present at what level. Finally, we come to the most dreaded classification of the nuclei. So what I like to do, as I've been taught by my teacher, is there are basically six types of nuclei. And they have been named as general somatic afferent, special visceral efferent, general visceral efferent, but these are really confusing terms. So easily we can divide them into motor and sensory nuclei, right? So in motor, we will have somatomotor, the ones which are in our control, then the special part, which is the brachiomotor, that is for the brachial arches, and then the autonomic nuclei, right? the autonomic nuclei for the salivary glands, for the uh, sphincter pupillae muscles. These are all autonomic nuclei. And thus these three components form the efferent nuclei or the motor nuclei. In the sensory nuclei, we again have three. One is again brachiosensory, medially, somatosensory, and then we have the special senses. So the special sensory nucleus, as simple as that. In the Instagram page, I'll put up a photo uh, which would uh, be a reference to these names and uh, relate them to the generally accepted classification. But these names in this nomenclature make it much easier to understand each nuclei. So in somatomotor, also known as the general somatic efferent, if we think leaving the first two nerves which are directly from the brain in the brain stem in the topmost part is the midbrain right so in the midbrain we would have two nerves according to our mnemonic number three and number four right first four above pons so the third nerve is the oculomotor nerve so the somatomotor nuclei will be located in the midbrain then we have the trochlear nerve. The trochlear nerve is again motor. So its motor, somatomotor nuclei will be located in the midbrain. But we must not forget that the third nerve also has a parasympathetic component. That is autonomic nuclei, which is the Edinger-Westphal nucleus. This will also be located in the midbrain. Isn't that easy? Now you just draw this diagram and you know which nuclei you have to draw. And you even know the location where you have to draw them. These would be the most medial nuclei and the autonomic will be a bit laterally. As simple as that. And just like that you can extrapolate to any nerve as you like it. Let's take another example. For example the facial nerve. Now the facial nerve is located in the pons. As you remember the first four above pons, last four below pons, and the middle four in pons. So the facial nerve is in pons. And the facial nerve is um, 
a mixed nerve. So it will have a sensory component that is a sensory nucleus, then a motor nucleus and it also has a parasympathetic component which supplies the sublingual and submandibular salivary glands. So it will have three nuclei, right? Two motor, that is a brachiomotor nucleus and an autonomic nucleus and one sensory nucleus. So the brachiomotor nucleus would be the motor nucleus of facial. The autonomic nucleus will be the superior salivatory nucleus and the sensory nucleus will be the nucleus tractus solitarius. Remember that the nucleus tractus solitarius is the sensory nucleus for 7th, 9th and 10th nerve. And it is the only brachiosensory nucleus in the entire brainstem. Isn't that interesting? So, finally we have completed our understanding of brainstem nuclei. And if you want to understand it further, you can definitely refer to Vishram Singh. Uh, which has nicely explained these nuclei and there is a very good diagram also uh, on page 91 I guess in the nuclei chapter and I really suggest you that you first learn the nuclei and then go to the brainstem sections which would make it much easier for you. You can also refer to different diagrams on the internet which again easily explain these. I will also be putting up a few diagrams on the Instagram page where from where you can refer to. Uh, dear listeners, please remember that I'll be putting up episodes every fortnightly. I'll try to. And if you liked this podcast or if you understood something, then definitely please do subscribe and share with your friends. And if you have any questions, please do reach out on Instagram or through email that is at the rate the beta waves medico or our email ID that is thebetawavesmedico at the rate gmail.com you are most welcome to ask me anything and i'll try to answer you as soon as i can so thank you for listening and bye bye